shall get the righteous man's reward. Isn't that what the Bible says? Praise the Lord. Say, oh Lord.
much for coming in is with this morning. Just make it a prayer. Close your eyes and say, I need you to hand down your this prayer.
something with you. We were in Rundu in those days, starting the Rundu church. And on the Saturday night, as I was praying, I could hear doom, 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 doom. Strange drumming. So I sat up. And then the Lord said, that is how they drum every Saturday night. And on Sunday morning, the churches are dead. I said, eh? So he said to me, that when you get to the church tomorrow, there will be two witches that must come out and confess or die. I said, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, the Lord reminds me of that to let anybody who is here, whether in human form or in demonic form, to hold up the understanding of people. If you do that, you will die when you get home. In the name of Jesus. If you are here to attack this church, this may be in a Lutheran building, but this is the church of fire. This is the church of Jesus Christ. So we're going to prophesy death to the spirit of witchcraft. 
But Jesus says we should love our enemies. Me, I'm not going to love them. The only thing God says about witchcraft in Exodus 22 is death sentence. In the name of Jesus! Hallelujah! If they repent, good. If they don't, let them die. Because they are useless to God and they are useless to mankind. In the name of Jesus. And Father, we have released the sentence of death over the kingdom of darkness. And are hovering over this nation, hovering in the heavens, causing accidents, causing divorce, causing marriage problems, causing sicknesses, causing poverty, causing alcoholism, causing havoc. My father, my father, give them havoc in the name of Jesus. We are here to serve you, Father. And let your presence fill this house this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Let there be healing in this service in the name of Jesus. Let there be deliverance in the name of Jesus. Let there be knowledge in the name of Jesus. Say, my people perish for lack of knowledge. And you feed us every day. But you want us, O Lord, that there are some powers that steal your word that make them ineffective. Powers that allow the words to fall on stony ground. Powers that chop the word of God out of the hearts of men. We bind them this morning in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father. We give you praise because we know you are listening. And you say, what you bind here on earth shall be bound in heaven. Because they are bound now, Father. I thank you, your angels are binding them in family in the name of Jesus. And we lose the anointing to hear and understand on this message, on this congregation, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I want you to lift up your hands and say, My Father, give me a good ground so that your word can profit me, can be fruitful in my life. Make my heart a good ground. In the mighty name of Jesus. I give you one minute to talk to your father and say, My heart must receive the word of God as a good ground and bring forth fruit unto eternity.
Jesus Christ. How many of you really believe that He can take away all your sins? Or He took away all your sins? Now there is no need for you to live in sin anymore if you really believe in Him. How many of you believe that He is a healer? He's your doctor. He's your lawyer. He's your provider. Then sing the song a little bit with, with love. I want you to take it a bit. I know that it's a slow song, but. Sing it and let us see that you really believe in Jesus. Sing it smiling. Sing it clapping. We don't want that. Once you believe with your whole heart. Hallelujah. You know, every time I go for hospital ministration, I'm, I'm, I'm privileged to talk to people's hearts. I see their heart open. And I see God healing. If your heart is fake, you just see nothing will happen. But if you open your heart, you will see Jesus today now. Are we ready? So open your heart and sing it. One, two, go. In the day of salvation, 
have I succored thee that this have I helped thee? Behold, now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. So don't just say, I believe he's here now. <laughs> believe that he's here now to set you free. He is here now to heal you. Not to marvel. He is here now to deliver you. Hallelujah. What you say is important that you believe it. And you mean it. Not that you are just singing for the sake of singing. Hallelujah. The Bible says, where two or three are gathered in his name, there he is. How many of us are that he is here?
that some something is happening to you. Sin is jumping out, sickness is jumping, Satan is running from you. So sing it one more time before you sit down and sing it well. Sing it from the bottom of your heart. Let the devil hear you sing it and please. One, two, go. Lift up your two hands and say, Lord, I thank you. 
to take you serious. Amen. Alright, so the Lord came to me and said, you need to talk about first fruits. You need to preach it. You need to help the people. You need to let them know what you know why you are first. Hallelujah. Many of you, you look at me and say, oh, she's very comfortable. No, I will be God. Disappointment, 
and trouble. The way of the world, that is for us who are born again Christians. I'm talking about how to get rich now. There are two ways, the way of the world and the way of God. For us Christians, we cannot follow the way of the world. Hallelujah. Because we'll just be frustrated, we'll just be disappointed, we'll just be trying up for nothing because we are desiring what we cannot do. You look at somebody in the world who has a nice Mercedes Benz to say, I wish, oh, I wish. If I was not born again, I would be driving that car. So you'd be lost in. You are born again. There is no need to go the way of the world. Shout hallelujah. The way of the world will leave you drained. You won't have enough physical and emotional energy available to satisfy your family and God. You'll be running after money and money will be running away from you. But there is another way. That is the way I just read to you now. And you honor the Lord with what you have so that you can have more. Amen? Hallelujah. That is just a summary of that Proverbs 3, 9 to 10. The word of God that is said before us says that less is more. But the way of the Lord says the more you have, the more you have, the more you suffer, the more you give. But with God, it says the less you have, the more you will have. <laughs> that doesn't make sense, does it? This is the way of obedience, unconditional love, and absolute trust and faith in God and His Word. Everybody say, I have absolute faith. Trust in God. And in this way. Faith is the law of God's kingdom. Ever say faith, faith. is my currency. Lift up your two hands. Say faith. Faith, faith in my father. Faith. faith in his word. Faith. faith in Jesus Christ. Faith, faith in this Bible. Faith. Is my dollar. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. The Lord says, if you give to me one day in seven, your life will be more productive than if you try to work full time seven days a week. The Lord says, your income will go much further if you adopt his financial plan for your life rather than consume everything upon yourself and be looking for who will bail you out. Hallelujah. Amen. He says, follow the plan of first fruits, tithes, offerings, giving to the poor and needy, and you will prosper. The system of the world is broken and leads to destruction and total frustration for the Christians. Even for the people that are in the world that are following that system, there will be a day of reckoning. Hallelujah. If you get rich, through demonic means, satanic means, or you are a thief, or you are an extortioner, or a thief, one day you are going to face your creator. It may look rosy now for a while, but one day, everyone say one day. One day. Do like you say one day. One day. I will face my creator. So it's better to be born again and choose the way of God for our prosperity. Clap for Jesus Christ. 
for the loss of those talents. So it was there. We went down, we prayed, we didn't know what to do. But that year, that was the first year I preached on first fruit. And people gave 200,000, I think Lagoda remembers this year. Now, according to what I'm going to read to you, it's supposed to be my money. Blessing is found in South Africa. 
Because he took it on himself also to fix that place. Hallelujah. So let me tell you. Open your ears today. I am not preaching this so that you can send the money to my account. If you do, you'll be blessed. But I don't receive it. We have a Facebook account. We're going to give you that account number. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I'm going to tell you what to do. Because it helps us to fix emergencies in the church. Hallelujah. I even had a dream. You know, I was telling you, I want to help evangelists for you with something. I had a dream that, that, this man had a dream that he was sleeping in the bedroom that he's sleeping. So, God is speaking to us to do something so that that is his own way of blessing his people. That is his own way of running his church. And that is the only way he can bless you. There are no other ways. Amen? Now, the following eight, from verse 1 to 5, can we read it together? I'm going to take this scripture really slow. We are going to take the first fruit offering next Sunday. And if you know you will be in church next Sunday, when I finish now, they will give you the account number. Put it in. Hallelujah. Now, let's, let's read the Epiphany 18. One to go. The priests, the Levites, and all the kind of Levites shall have no part for inheritance with Israel. They shall eat the offerings of the Lord made by fire and his, and his inheritance. Therefore shall they have no inheritance among their brethren. The Lord is their inheritance, as he has said unto them. And these shall be the priests due from the people, from them that offer a sacrifice, whether it be ox or sheep, and they shall give unto the priest a shoulder, and the two cheeks, and the mouth. And the first fruit also of thy corn, of thy wine, and of thy oil, and the first of thy fleece, and of thy sheep shall thou give him. For the Lord thy God has chosen him out of all the tribes to stand the minister in the name of the Lord, him and his sons. Alright. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So God says, the priests, those who minister in his house, they have no inheritance. He is their inheritance. <laughs> we are blessed. Hallelujah. He is our inheritance. What does that mean? A priest, you can't just go out as a priest, as a servant of God, if you are in full ministry, most of us should be, all of us should be, go out and just invest and do business and do your own things and make money. No. It says he is there, our inheritance. Hallelujah. Amen. So, that is one of the purposes why God has instituted Facebook. How can somebody be a servant of God and living in a house that is leaking when it's raining? The rain is inside his bedroom. Amen. He didn't tell me anything. God just put him on my heart that look, this year take some of the first fruit and bless that pastor. And then I told the elder yesterday. I said, please check in the first fruit account because. I will be traveling soon. I want to bless him. And then I have a dream. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He didn't say anything to me. Hallelujah. This was not made 
from meat but from fine flour. We're looking at the Leviticus 23, 14 to 16. God commanded the Jews to present the first fruit offering as meal offering. That, that word, meat, can be translated meal offering. When you feed God's servants, you are feeding God himself. Lift up your hand and say, when I feed, I'll take care of God's servants. I'm taking care of God Almighty. Amen. There was a year here that Pastor Franz came to, to convention. I don't know how many of you will remember. In May, his children had no shoes. Very cold, and I was so upset with the children. What is our problem? Why can't there be one person in that church that will look at those children and go buy shoes? Hallelujah. We believe that the servants of God must be poor. That's what many people believe. But you believe you should be rich. But they are the ones praying for you day and night, but you believe that they don't have to have money. They don't have to eat well. You, 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 you don't understand. Pastor Shizbo was coming to our house last night and he literally, he, he did shopping. But I don't have shop for the family. The house was, I said, oh my God. The people have understanding. That is how they approach servants of God. You don't approach us to come and take from us. Hallelujah. You need to wake up. Amen. Because we will give to you and we will be blessed. Hallelujah. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Any of you want to go to servants of God and take from them, he obviously knows we are not hungry. Hallelujah. But he knows the right thing to do. I'm going to these people and not going to handed. Their house is overflowing with his generosity. Clap for the Lord and the And I'm telling you, there is no way he will ever lack. It's not possible. Amen? Brother Quinley was coming to face our town. He didn't know I noticed. That's also yesterday. He didn't ask me to go and bring the money to buy the things to fix the tar. I don't know where he got the things from. I don't, and I, I stopped asking him. Because every time I say, how much you say, I say, small thing. May the Lord bless you, my Lord. Hallelujah. It's not much. One person probably spent 3000 I don't know how much he spent yesterday. Another person maybe spent $10. But the principle is the same. Hallelujah. It's not about how much. It's about how we honor God by honoring their sons. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It may, be, it may not be money. For somebody else, like uh, Lavinia, always there doing this and doing that, it may not be money she's giving. But I always tell her, I appreciate what you are doing. And God is going to bless you. One of these days, somebody will serve you too. You will also be in your own house. And you will be comfortable. What you sow into the servants of God's lives is what you are going to do. Hallelujah. I tell my secretary, I tell the, the administrator, I 
Can you tell them and be like, when the mother passed, we couldn't go. I told Pastor Franz, I said, one of you must go there because we are fasting here. And he stood up and we did what we could do. Every day you are doing, you are looking at it. Hallelujah. But watching what you are doing, and God is watching what we are all doing in this house. And he's going to reward us accordingly in the name of Jesus. Matthew 10, 41 says, let's go to Matthew 10, it was also quoted in the Sunday school. I thank you for listening. Clap for Jesus that you are listening. I pray that God will bless you because you are listening. It's important that we do these things. Matthew 10, from verse 40. Let's read from verse 40, my brother. Amen. Even this brother, when he came here, he had no job. Do you know that he's a geologist? Hello. Do you know? He 
got his job after the 21 days passed. That's what you Do it for the sake of the Lord. There 
Lord, hallelujah. So the sitting inherent in this text is that any reward received or to be received by a prophet or by a righteous person is given also to those who bless and care for God's servants. Any reward that God will give me, hallelujah, for all that I'm doing in these ministries, anyone who cares for me, who even gives me a cup of water, who even waters my garden, who sweeps my house, who helps me when I say, oh, somebody is on the mountain, who will in the church, who Everything you have done. 
That was what happened to Lazarus. His sister Mary was crying. Martha was yap 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 yap. Their faith was not there. He's been dead for four days. But the Lord remembered their sacrifices and raised their blood. May He remember you in the day of trouble. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Peter's mother-in-law was miraculously healed from her fever. She stood up and kept ministering to the Lord. I'm sure that we can go ahead and list examples like we are just seeing in the church. The last part of the instruction in Leviticus 23 verse 22 clearly directs that the children of Israel must take, make sure that when they harvest, they deliberately leave some grains in their field for the poor. Everybody say for the poor. For the poor. We see clearly in this scripture that when we bring our first food to the priest, and when we give to the poor, we are honoring God. Proverbs 14 verse 31 says that. And Proverbs 19 verse 17. Okay? We don't have a system of helping the poor here, but if I look at you, and I see that you want to express the church, I will drive you away with your problems. Because there are people who want to just take advantage. I don't really have to give to the good Samaritan. And then whatever we give them, they go and waste it like one boy and chase the way. Just give him money and he will go. I don't know what he uses it for. He will come back again. So I told him, no, no, we are not here for that. There are people in our midst that have serious needs. And we have been directed to take care of them. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, God says in verse 14 of that Leviticus 23, No grain must be harvested until the first fruit offering was brought to the Lord. Everyone say, No grain must be harvested. That means we cannot even touch our income until we think of God thing in January. Hallelujah. Look at Exodus 22 from verse 29 to 30. Exodus 22. Now, let's read that together. Once we go, thou shalt not be laid to offer the first of thy ripe fruits and of thy niggards, the first one of thy sons, shall thou give unto me. Likewise, shall thou do with thy oxen and with thy sheep seven days, it shall be with his lamb, and on the eighth day thou shalt be with me. Because it don't delay. Hallelujah. I want to show you a secret also there. And you go back to verse 29, my brother. It says, Thou shalt not be laid to offer the first of thy right fruit and of thy leaders, thy, the first one of thy sons. And listen, dedicate your firstborn to God. Hallelujah.
he has gone to work and I was alone with the children and he said, take your firstborn and give it to me. He never heard it. He's hearing it for the first time. And I took the anointing oil and I poured it on him. And I said, I dedicate you to the Lord. Hallelujah. And if you look at his life, the way he speaks, that's his sister there, you can see that there's some divine wisdom in him. Even when he got married, got married to an American, the American went to look for a Nigerian church. They are in Nigerian church in California. They are both hot for the Lord. And when we are doing these family emails and all that, we'll be quoting scriptures, we'll be speaking wisdom. He had a challenge in his life, and we were all praying and praying, and he would, whenever I talked to him, he'd be like, Mommy, God will do this. God will do this. And God has done it for him. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Every time, we were even, so many things, my sister would say this, and I would say, I'm not going that route. God will do it. The peace he has. Even me, the bishop, the mommy, I didn't have that peace. I can concerning that issue. But every time he speaks, we all have the peace. Hallelujah. Children, can you please sit down? Just sit down. Stop running around. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So your first fruit, your tithes, all your offerings, they are acceptable to God the Father through the blood of Jesus. Truly, little is much when God is in it. Look at Proverbs 11, verse 24 to 25. Proverbs 11. Let's read it together. There is that scattered and yet increasing, and there is that withholdeth more than the smith, but intended to poverty. Do you see that? When you know these teachings, take part of your first food, the best part to give it to God. You give your thanks to God, it looks like you are a fool. But the Bible says you are the one that will increase. But you that you are withholding, more than enough, you are looking for poverty. Lift up your hands and say, I reject the spirit of poverty. Look at verse 28 of the same scripture. He that trusteth in his riches shall fall. But the righteous shall flourish as a branch. Hallelujah. Somebody say, that's me. I am the righteous of God. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I shall flourish in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Look at Proverbs 13 verse 7. Proverbs 13 verse 7. The rich that make himself rich, yet have nothing. There is that make it poor, yet have great riches. Do you see that? Do you see? So it's up to you, actually. Some of you are already squeezing your faces. You can squeeze them, it's okay. You don't have to do it. Amen. Please tell your neighbor it's not by force. I have been sent to tell you that it is not by force. Everything we do for God is by choice. Hallelujah. Even salvation is by choice. Going to heaven or hell is by choice. Hallelujah. Listening to the gospel and obeying is your choice. 
longer my business. Hallelujah. But on that day, you are not going to stand before God and say she never told us. That's not going to happen. I'm recording it and heaven is recording it. Clap for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, God's financial plans and principles for your life will help you escape from stress and poverty if you choose to trust and obey Him. You have to take a decision as to what you are going to do. The decision is always out. Hallelujah. From the way we conduct our relationships to how we handle our money, the choice is always ours. Jesus says we cannot serve two masters. He that is faithful, that is uh, Luke 16, 10-13. Luke 16, 10-13. I'm not going to finish this message today. Hallelujah. Luke 16, 10-13. Let's read it. He that is faithful in that which is this, is faithful also in much. And he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. If therefore you have not been faithful in your righteous manner, who will commit to your trust and to riches? And if you have not been faithful in that which is another's, who shall give you that which is your own? Hello? Do you know that whatever you have belongs to God? Come on now. Anything that you think you have, even your nose, your eyes, your legs. Eh? If God says, give me your legs and go to the south and preach the gospel, say they have the legs, you take them. And then you do this. Because that's just a joke. And he said, if you cannot be faithful in that which belongs to me, how can I give you what belongs to me? Hallelujah. There is nothing you have that belongs to you. My husband likes to say that. There is nothing we are giving to God that God has not given to us first. Whether it's our time, whether it's the voice I'm using now, God gave it to you. Hallelujah. I told you the story of my grandfather who went to a village near our town. He was, uh, he was building pews for the Anglican church. And then these villagers, the, the, the uh, cultists and the, the uh, idol worshippers came and said, we don't want this church here. Take your team, take your men, don't put pills here. And they said, no, but I've come to put the pills and I'm going to put the pills. And they said, if you put the pills, you will die. You and your team within seven days. And my grandfather, who was not even born again, was an Anglican. He asked them, the voice with which you spoke to me now, who gave it to you? He said they made the mistake and said, God. He said, the ground on which you are standing out to cross me, who gave you the keys? He said, God. He said, ah, so you don't want this church here. He said, hear me now. It is you and your team who will die in seven days, not us. And they died within seven days. Hallelujah. Why? Because everything belongs to God. Hallelujah. So when you hear, give to God, give your time, give your talent, give your money, you are upset. Who do you think you are? If God 
Put his hand on your riches. You are finished. If he arrests you in such a way that you can't even go to work, who gives you energy to make that money? Hallelujah. That money that you think belongs to you belongs to God. Everything belongs to God. God will look at your wardrobe and say, mm, I want you to take that dress and give it to that brother. You say, mm, it's not yours. Humble yourself. Hallelujah. Look, anything I have, God can take that car. It's not my own. They talk to me. So you can take it to He says, give the car to Adolfine. Adolfine, don't pray. <laughs> but the moment he says that, it means he has a better one for me. Hallelujah. The moment my husband gave that Mercedes, God opened the door for him to be earning the same amount that that Mercedes would cost or ship his soul. So my God is precious. To be earning it every month. Come on, clap for Jesus. Then you, then you look at us and say, they are prospering, they are praying for themselves. No, 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 we are following the principle. Hallelujah. It's amazing, you know, what we wanted to sell that Mercedes car for is the, is the amount it's earning every month. Now. So God is not a fool. What you saw is what you are going to reap. If we have sold that car, we would have finished spending that money a long time ago. Hallelujah. Yeah. But now every month the money is coming back. Because it's a seed. Everything you give to God is a seed. And when you sow, necessarily you must reap. Hallelujah. May God open your understanding. May God deliver you from the spirit of mammon. Jesus says you cannot serve two masters. Now I want you to hear God and the God to end this portion of the message. Please, you can decide to come back next Sunday because we have to finish this. Jesus says you can't serve two masters. Hallelujah. It's either you will serve the one and hate the other. Jesus clearly put God and money on the same, at the same level. Are you hearing me, church? Jesus says money is a mountain of righteousness. So it's either you love money or you love God. Hello? Hello? Are you following me? They are both worshipped. Don't look at me and say, I don't worship money. If you don't give your tithes, you won't worship money. If you find it difficult, difficult to give as God has ordained, you're a money worshipper. And if you are a money worshipper, you are an idol worshipper. The church and the world wants to mix black and white where spiritual matters are concerned with God. There are only two sides, right or wrong, white or black, blessings or curses, life or death. There, are, there is no midway. If you worship the unrighteous man on the losses, you will not get the true riches. If you worship money, you will not get money the way you should get it, and you will not go to heaven. An idol is an idol. Come on, our church. It doesn't matter whether it's a snake or wood or ocean or money. 
Hallelujah. So that you will be delivered from idol worship. So you can be a true Christian. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, interestingly, I was, when the Lord was saying, take the best of the vegetables and uh, tell them they don't want to keep everything, let them come on with the best. Then I was saying, I was saying, Lord, are we also going to still give you our tithes? <laughs> when we give you the best, are we still going to tithe? Do you know my husband gave me the answer when he came to take the offering? Clap for the Lord, hallelujah. When he came to take the offering, on, uh, when was that, Daddy? That's the last day of the fast. On Friday, he gave me the answer. Go to 2 Corinthians 31. God is good. And I'm going to stop there. Then we continue next Sunday. Hallelujah. Are you being blessed? Do you still love me? Yes. Hey, thank you. I have prayed that after this message, Lord, please don't let anybody hear <laughs> Praise the Lord. Second Chronicles 31. Amen. Hallelujah. I want us to stand up and read that. And then I will close. This question of the message, please come back next Sunday. Come and hear the rest if you are here. If you are not here, make sure you get the recording. Praise the Lord. Let's read Second Chronicles 31, the entire scripture. You'll see that summarizes what we're talking about. Now, when all this was finished, can we read together? Do you with me? Let's read, please. Now, when all this was finished, all is well. Moreover, he commanded the people that dwelt in Jerusalem. 
It's mentioned in 1 Corinthians 16 verse 15. Hallelujah. Uh, where James, uh, I mean, uh, Apostle Paul says that when the first fruit is holy, the rest is holy. That's what I'm telling you. If you dedicate your first fruit to God, you dedicate your children to God, dedicate your finances to God at the beginning of the year, God will take care of you for the rest of the year in a big way. Amen? Hallelujah. The Bible says Jesus Christ is the first fruit of the resurrection. The first of the redeemed. So, because Jesus is resurrected, because Jesus is the first fruit of God Almighty on earth. That's why God has so many children. Now let me quickly open your mind. God took his son. Hallelujah. He took one son, his only begotten son, the only son he had. And he sacrificed him and raised him again from the dead. So that he can have, look at how many of you are here. Look at how many billions are following God because one was sacrificed. You understand that? So if you will learn that principle, there is no way you and your children and children's children will ever lack. Because one thing about first hope is that it multiplies itself. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want to end there. I want to just give you a few uh, sit down for a second before we pray. I'll just give you a few blessings that can come from first fruit. Number one. Heaven will multiply your finances. And maybe you should, you should lift up your hands and say, if you want to give your first fruit, and this year you want to change your attitude and stop talking like unbelievers or thinking like the children of the devil and begin to do what your father says. Once I mention the blessings, you lift up your hands and receive them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, the Lord says, stand up to receive them. Stand up, please. Forgive me. Stand up, lift up your hands. Hallelujah. As you give your first fruits and you give your tithes, heaven will multiply your finances in 24 hours. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. As you give your first fruit offering and you continue to give your tithes to the Lord, God will make you meet the right persons at the right places within moments in the name of Jesus. As you give your first fruits, and your tithes as you follow the plan of God, the Father, your Father, for you. He will do for you what lies down your education, your career, your relatives, your abilities, your intellect can ever do for you in one second. God will open any door that the enemy has closed against you all these years. He will trigger supernatural wealth for you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Remember the example I just said about the church house. <laughs> From 200,000, we have made millions. Supernatural wealth for the church. God will do it for you if you can believe what you are hearing today in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. God will definitely make you, definitely make you more wealthy and more healthy if you follow his ways in the name of Jesus. 
God will bring restoration of everything that the enemy has ever stolen from you in a single day. If you will follow what you are hearing today, all your families will be restored. Your husband will be restored. Your children will be restored. Everything and everyone that Satan has stolen from you, God will make them come back to you in the name of Jesus. God will surely open every good door closed against you by the enemy of your soul in the name of Jesus. This strategy from heaven will make you a wonder to yourself and to your contemporaries in the name of Jesus. You will look at yourself, you will not recognize yourself anymore in the name of Jesus. God will make men locate you and deliver your rights into your hands very quickly in the name of Jesus. If this thing you are hearing has a capacity to deliver and immunize you from the wastage of the enemy, God will deliver and immunize you from satanic wastages in the name of Jesus. God will move you forward while others are stagnant around you in the name of Jesus. God will bring you and your family out of bondage and send the angels of the Lord ahead of you and to surround you throughout the year in the mighty name of Jesus. He will connect you to the mysteries of his financial plans for his people. God will connect you to the riches of heaven in the mighty name of Jesus. God will connect you to the greatness and all the resources of heaven in the name of Jesus. God will make you his partner. I say he will make you his partner. He will make you his business partner. His financial partner. Because you partner with him to, to take care of his house. Hallelujah. God will launch you into success and attract blessings into your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now here is God will make himself an enemy to your enemies. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He will mysteriously enlarge your course. Because you desire to do his will. In the name of Jesus. He will watch over your home throughout the year and all the days of your life. Over your home and over your businesses. To pour out blessings upon you in the name of Jesus. God will bring disgrace and destruction to all your personal enemies and adversaries at home and at work in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It will release powerful angels on your behalf in the mighty name of Jesus. Hear this. God will convert you to an instant millionaire and bring on ending peace and joy to your home and business in the name of Jesus. It's actually a revelation that, that God will launch you into permanent wealth. We give you that revelation in the mighty name of Jesus. God will provoke, I mean, your obedience will provoke God to give you healing and health in the name of Jesus. It will provoke God to give you stores that are overflowing all the days of your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. God will surely break the yoke of stagnation, poverty, and frustration in your life and in your generation. 
in your generation in the mighty name of Jesus. God will give you a next breaking overflowing divine blessings in the mighty name of Jesus. The blessings that you cannot handle alone. The blessings that you will look and you will be looking for who to bless. God will release them into your hands in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. If you receive that, say Amen. If you receive that, say Amen. If you receive that, say Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have made declarations. I've told you what God will do. And you need to pray. So that the enemy will not come and snatch what you have heard from you. Because the, the devil doesn't want you to hear this. Hallelujah. Because he knows, if you know this secret, he cannot oppress you anymore. He cannot oppress your family. And he also knows what you know this secret. The angle that they are put in your life will die, and then you will go to heaven. So, you need to be wiser than him. Hallelujah. Now, I want you to lift up your hands, everyone. Say, My Father, my father forgive, me forgive me for every foolish thinking, for every foolish thinking attitude, attitude, talking, talking like, unbelievers, like unbelievers, and reaction, reaction I've ever exhibited.
say, Father, in the name of Jesus, give unto me the spirit of revelation and wisdom in the knowledge of you, in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, remove spiritual cataracts from my eyes in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, forgive me for every false motive of thought that has ever been formed in my heart ever since I joined your church. Oh Lord, forgive me for every lie that I have ever told myself in the name of Jesus. Father, deliver me from the bondage and the sin of spiritual ignorance in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, deliver me from spiritual blindness, from spiritual deafness, from spiritual ignorance. Open your mouth and pray for yourself. I beg you, pray, 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 pray. Ask the Lord to deliver me from the
first smell of bread. Or maybe because we already knew. Maybe that's why he didn't talk to you, okay? But me, I knew, and I was all ready to, to preach it. I was going to do it. But then he still spoke. Say, Father, Father. Continue, to talk to me. continue to talk to me. In the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Never leave me alone. Leave Open my eyes. Open my, eyes. Open my ears. Open my understanding. If I don't want to hear you, help me to hear you. Open your mouth and pray for yourself. Pray, pray, pray. I beg you, pray. Marco Deke, Sekede, Papa, Kreke, Shekede, Papa, Kreke, Sekede, Marco Deke, Sekede, Papa, Kreke, Shekede, Papa, Masekade, Papa, Kreke, Shekede, Papa, Reko, Shekede, Papa, Kreke, Sekede, Repapa, Shekede, Papa, Kreke, Sekede, Rekashede, Papa, Kreke, Santo, Rakashede, Papa, Kreke, Sekede. In Jesus' name we pray. Now pay attention to this next series of prayers. Say, O Lord, let every faith preventing me from having plain spiritual vision, let that veil be removed in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, help me to know your mind every day of my life about everything concerning my life in the name of Jesus. Let the spirit of prophecy and revelation and spiritual vision fall upon me totally in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit. Everybody say, Holy Spirit. Reveal deep and secret things to me about financial prosperity in the name of Jesus. Say, I bind every demon that pollutes spiritual vision and dreams in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, every dirt that is blocking my spiritual path, let it be flushed out by the blood of Jesus. I receive power to operate with sharp spiritual ears, sharp spiritual eyes that cannot be deceived anymore. In the name of Jesus, oh yeah, praise God from God. Praise God. I want to see, I want to know the man of God. I want to hear my fact. I want you to talk to me every day. My prayer for the church and the Papa 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 Papa
cannot acknowledge. He said, I have lifted my hands to God, the creator of heaven and earth. He says, I will partner with God. So he gave tithes of everything to God. He went back to the person who had been and partnered with him. Lift up your two hands and say, Father,
you are free. God set you free this morning. It's amazing how God can deliver with His word. The word you have this morning has set you free from the mama of
every time he says, go talk in the first room, I'm shivering. <laughs> but today, it's a different day. Because you are learning, you are growing. May you continue to grow in the Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. May you grow in understanding in the name of Jesus. May you grow in knowledge in the name of Jesus. May God continue to bless you in the name of Jesus. We're going to read 1 Corinthians 11 as we prepare to come for the communion. Amen. From verse 23 to 33. Amen. Let's read it quickly. I'm not going to preach it. We'll just read it. Hallelujah. Please let the pastors come. Elders, pastors, let's stand by the table so we don't waste any more time. Choir, please come up. God is good. Is our Father good? Is our Father good Amen. And let's read together. One to God. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. That the Lord Jesus the same light in the which was delivered to bread. And when he had given thanks, he read it and said, Take it, this is my body. Which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, also he took the cup. When he had stopped, saying, This cup is a new testament in my blood. This do ye as often as he drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as he eat this bread and drink this cup, he will show the Lord's death till he Therefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let the man examine himself, so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh of body, eateth and drinketh that nation to himself, not examining the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among the men sleep. For if we will judge ourselves, we should not be judged. For when we are judged, we are chasing of the Lord, and we should not be condemned with the Lord. Wherefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, tie me to one another. Let me just say that to you a bit. I'm sure you have understood most of it. But what the Lord is saying is that what the scripture says to us is that when we come to this table, we must believe that Jesus died for us. Amen? Please sit down. 